0: Yo, Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your
1: destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Mart North Shopping Center.
0: So, why didn't I get off the naughty list? Turns out Santa's a stickler for naughty words. <laughs> Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's
2: in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary.
1: Hey, I'm Ariana. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Southwest Salad is when I take a bite, it's like, wow. I'm getting a punch from the roasted corn. I'm getting a kick from the spicy chicken. It's just great. Hi, this is Tori. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Cobb Salad is the avocado lime dressing. It adds to the chicken, the bacon, and the roasted corn. It takes the salad to a whole nother level. Order a salad for delivery on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials.
2: Have an old 401k from a former employer? A rollover IRA may be a convenient, flexible way to take your retirement account with you. Let me, Pete Anderson, Investment Advisor Representative at Vantage Point Financial Group Help. I'll guide you through the options so you can make the right decision. Find me online at vpfgroup.com or by
3: text 316-333-7530.
4: Securities and investment advisory services offered through Ozaic Wealth Incorporated, member of Venera, SIPC. Ozaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities in marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Ozaic Wealth. Get ready for an adrenaline packed
2: weekend. The 67th annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is coming to Hartman Arena February 29th through March 2nd. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battling for glory. Don't miss out on the action. Mark your calendars February 29th through March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to hartmanarena.com. Join us at Hartman Arena for the Wrestling Showdown of the Year, proudly presented by Visit Wichita. Hi, this is Greg Gurley. Hey, Kansas fans, subscribe to the new
0: Jayhawker podcast. Here's a lob. KJ,
4: a slam. He spikes it down.
0: There's no other podcast with as much access to all of Kansas athletics as the Jayhawker. Kevin dials up a three.
4: Hit it again. Kevin McCuller.
5: You can watch the Jayhawker podcast on YouTube. You can listen on
0: Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Christine Lisi, it appears no running backs will be tagged this offseason, reports ESPN's Adam Schefter. That will make this one of the finest and deepest running back classes in the history of NFL free agency. The Bengals, the first team to use the franchise tag this offseason, officially placing it on receiver T. Higgins. Since being selected 33rd overall in the 2020 draft, he's hit the 1,000 receiving yard mark twice and playing alongside Jamar Chase. Higgins has been one of the best number two receivers in the NFL. Football Hall of Famer and first take co-host Shannon Sharp.
2: Thank you owe it to this team, you owe it to your fan base to try to bring it back at least one more year before it becomes cost prohibitive because Jamar Chase is eligible for a contract extension. So I think this was the only the only move that you could do is that you franchise uh, T. Higgins one more season. Try to get this thing back. Hopefully Joe Burrow can stay healthy and make a Super Bowl run at this thing.
1: Bengals and Higgins have until July 15th to get a long-term extension done or he plays this season on the $21.8 million receiver tag. NBA Warriors guard Chris Paul set to return from a fractured left hand. Tomorrow night against the Wizards, he's missed nearly seven weeks.
4: Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon. Coming up Tuesday, as the NFL Combine gets going, I'll tell you what
1: I'll be paying attention to the most this week. It's like 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU.
3: This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records.
4: Fellow Americans... Is with the utmost pride and sincerity, that I present this recording
5: as a living testament and recollection <laughs> of history in the making during our generation.
2: <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is HO. to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by Welcome the Welcome back. back. Welcome then, in
4: into the second me. hour of the Pulse, right here on Wichita's Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Streaming in a couple different places online at espnwichita.com. We also have the tune in app. And if you have a smart speaker, tell it to tune in to ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or KKGQ. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Stropman. Jack Johnson is the great producer. As always, if you would like to hit us up, you can do that in a couple different ways. If you have a cell phone, which, let's be real, it is the 21st century, probably got a cell phone, you can dial 316-669-4996. That is 669-4996. That's if you want to vocally give us your sports takes. You also need that number, two. If you are interested in $30 worth of Kansas lottery tickets, $30 worth of cash blitz instant tickets, we'll give those away here before too long. If you just want to say hi on the text line, that's cool too. 316-247-0923. That is 247-0923. We're talking KU and K-State here to open up our number two so if you would like to chime in on that, we always welcome your thoughts at two four seven zero nine two three. Social media-wise, ESPN Wichita on Twitter slash X, ESPN Wichita on Instagram, ESPN Wichita 92.3 on Facebook. Like and follow all those different pages. You won't regret it, and the reason why I say that is because we don't spam you with a bunch of stuff, first and foremost, but also... We have giveaways that appear every so often. If you have any interest in winning stuff like a Bud Light neon sign with a Kansas City Chiefs logo or winning uh, an autographed jersey signed by Brian Cook or other things, make sure to like and follow all those different pages, please, and thank you. And to those who have already done that, we do say thank you. Coming up, we have Matt Hamilton, who's going to join us in studio. He only has to travel down an elevator a couple of floors, coming from the top floor to the bottom. He is the new Wichita Wind Search GM. He is going to talk with us. He's going to make his debut here on the airwaves. Apparently he's got a broadcasting background, so he's probably going to have a better voice and better taste than maybe Jack and myself combined. We're looking forward to talking with him, though. Had a chance to meet him not too long ago. Seems like a great guy, and certainly looking forward to hearing about his vision here for the Wichita Wind Search. We know that Jay Miller is the one in, in control with being the team president, but this is the, the GM we're talking about here. Matt Hamilton also has a pretty big role with the Wichita Wind Search, so we'll talk to him about the Wind surge and what's going to happen moving forward this year with him being a part of it. 345, we have a Mount Rushmore Monday, and that's what we got here in the second hour. It is happy hour right now, and no one does happy hour better than Twin Peaks. Ridge and Tapton, 21st and Rock. They have a great selection of drinks. Really a drink menu that is second to none. First and foremost, 29-degree drafts. Not going to find that anywhere else. I prefer my beer ice cold. This is technically colder. Get a little bit of ice when you get that beer that comes out. I think last time we were at Twin Peaks, it was 27 degrees is what it was. Big fan. Big, big fan. They also have local craft beers. They have handcrafted whiskey cocktails, top-shelf spirits, an extensive bourbon category, tequila cocktails. They got it all. Go and celebrate happy hour right now. You already know you want to. The weekend's over. You're probably thinking, oh, man, I really enjoyed being outside, being on the patio and having a cold one, watching some games, maybe firing up the smoker, all that stuff. Well, you can go get great food, and you can get cold beer at Twin Peaks, Ridge and Tath and 21st and Rock. We're going to be at Ridge and Taft coming up on Friday. So if you want to wait until then, that's cool, too. I highly recommend starting your week off with the Lodge and finishing the week off at the Lodge. Highly recommend doing that. Twin Peaks. We appreciate their support. So KU and K-State, both in action this past weekend. Let's start with the Kansas Jayhawks, and then we will transition to Kansas State. KU, without Kevin McCuller, Jack and I talked about that on Friday. I believe it was a buy or sell question if Kevin McColler was going to play. I said sell, if I recall correctly. Kevin McColler just doesn't doesn't make sense at this point. Jack and I are both just screaming. Rest them up, shut him down until you need them for the postseason. You have four games left. Just let him relax. And we'll circle back around to Kevin McColler once we get through the reaction. Without Kevin McCullough, though, it does make you wonder offensively what does KU look like? Because we've seen what the Jayhawks have been like without him. It has not been pretty at times. Well, number nine, Kansas had no issues over Texas. 86 67 being the final score. A 20 point cushion at the half. 45 to 25. Texas would cut Kansas's lead to 13 points at one point, but couldn't get any closer. Johnny Furphy and KJ Adams, both with 16. Hunter Dickinson scored 20 points. Nick Timberlake, starting in place of Kevin McCuller, scored 13 points, hitting one three in 33 minutes. Nick Timberlake, delivering on what maybe some would consider being a top five dunk in Allen Fieldhouse history. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I know some people loved it. I don't know if I can go that far. Look, don't get me wrong. It was a great dunk. You got a foul too, but I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I can really sit here and comment on that. There have been so many dunks in that building. But a lot of people would say that was a top five dunk. I'm just happy with the fact that apparently starter Nick Timberlake is different than a guy coming off the bench. He averaged 10.5 points per game on 53% shooting in two games he started before Saturday. The scoring average increases a little bit. The difference in play between starter Nick Timberlake and the version that he comes off the bench is really night and day. As a starter, there seems to be more of an aggression. He is much more aggressive and doesn't really hesitate when shooting the ball. And he also looks more relaxed being a starter. And I mentioned a little bit about this, too, when Amarco Jackson got his turn in the lineup. Or I should say Marco Jackson, I guess, came off the bench one time. But then he had to start. Didn't Marco Jackson start in the place of Kevin McCullough one time? Maybe I'm wrong. But Marco Jackson one day just went out there and he played like there were no training wheels anymore. He just went out there and played loose, played freely, and had a, a pretty decent game. You look at Nick Timberlake, and that's almost what you're seeing at this point. Well, now it's you know Johnny Furphy gets inserted into the starting lineup, takes a spot of Marco Jackson, and so on and so forth. But Nick Timberlake, if this is the type of Nick Timberlake that Kansas can get, not saying it changes everything, not saying that KU all of a sudden becomes a a sure thing as a national champion. That, that's not what I'm getting at at all, but it does give you a little bit more positivity that, okay, Nick Timberlake can be a part of, of this group and can actually play this way. Then, yeah, Kansas, you know maybe it won't be an early exit. Maybe it'll be a Sweet 16 exit or maybe even a second-round exit for that matter, And the depending on who you talk to. It's no secret that Kevin McCullough has to be back in order for this Kansas team to to truly make a deep postseason run. But I don't know how realistic that's going to be. If you listen to Bill Self afterward, it does not seem all that encouraging. He might be slow playing it, and he might be slow playing it on purpose. Remy Martin had a knee issue not too long ago, and a national championship season for KU comes back in the postseason, and all of a sudden he comes up with a couple of monster plays in the national title game and a come from behind victory over the North Carolina Tar Heels. So can you truly read into what Bill Self says and truly think that Kevin is maybe won't be available for the rest of the season? All kind of depends, I suppose. But, hey, Bill Self's closer to Kevin McCuller than I am. And if there is no Kevin McCuller for the remainder of the year, then, yes, things become really intriguing. But, therefore, someone's got to finally take that next step, and maybe it is Nick Timberlake. KU's defense maybe was more impressive than its offense. I know that's strange to say, considering KU put 86 points on the board, but the first half defense was truly a sight to behold. KU rotated exceptionally well on shooters. Texas just never felt comfortable. And what's even more impressive is KU did it without arguably its best defender, Kevin McCuller. You had Texas shooting very poorly, 9 of 34 from the field, 4 for 13 from the three-point line. Before Saturday, Texas was actually ranked number 30 nationally in three-point percentage. It was one of Kansas's best defensive performances of the season. Now, in the second half, Texas shot 61% from the field. So there you go finished the game shooting 42%. But the first half, if you can set the tone like that defensively, and that's kind of been the thing with this KU team, we know what you're going to get with with Kevin McCuller and Hunter Dickinson and DeWan Harris Jr. and K.J. Adams. You know where you're going to get from an offensive standpoint. It's the defense that at times has been a little bit of a head-scratcher this year. Nice to see that KU defense show up in the first half. And here's the other thing for KU. KU looked like it had a bench as well. In addition to Nick Timberlake being in the starting lineup, you saw some other guys. KU ranked number 344 in bench points before Saturday's game. Seven bench points doesn't seem like a lot, but that might have been the best game by the KU bench in a long time. You have Jamari McDowell who got involved In the action. Marco Jackson showed that he could pass a little bit as a point guard. One of the more impressive plays of the game came when he had a behind-the-back pass to Hunter Dickinson, who converted into an inside bucket. Four assists for Marco Jackson. You also saw two offensive rebounds and two steals from Jamari McDowell to go with his five points. Just little things like that. I'm not expecting 50 points per game coming off the bench for KU, but tiny little things like that could truly make the, the biggest difference in the world for KU in a Big 12 tournament. Tiny little plays and tiny little moments. Like we, we like in the first hour, we are talking to Dean Jaderson, the friends with basketball coach. And talking with Dean, there have been times where you look at their bench and some would say, hey, that They're top-heavy with their starting five, but you take a look at what they have coming off their bench. They have players who had certain moments throughout the entire year where there was a big shot that happened here or a steal that happened here, whatever it might be, and if those don't happen, you don't know if the game truly swings in your favor. KU's bench can, can certainly play a factor in, in something like that here for this year, especially in the Big 12 tournament. So, hey, KU dominates Texas. That had to have been extremely satisfying for a lot of people watching the game. Considering Texas is going off to the SEC and that's how you're going to send them off, yeah, I think that's rather superb. If you're a KU fan, you liked what you saw on Saturday. And now KU gets ready to take on BYU coming up tomorrow, and we will talk about BYU in just a little bit. But first, Jack Johnson, Mr. Crimson and blue, Kansas Jayhawk. No Kevin McColar, no problem. Jack Johnson.
0: Yeah, and Matt Tate actually, I think, said it pretty well on the Shane Dennis show that you know it's definitely a point where you got to give credit to Kansas, but also Texas. I think is really bad. I think this is a team that I was floored when they were pegged as an eight or a nine seed in the NCAA tournament. I'm like, there's no way in hell this team makes it. Zero chance this Texas team makes it. But as we said so many times throughout the year. What do you do to bad teams? You beat up on bad teams even if you are without your leading score. And I think it's so good for Kansas in these final four games here in the Big 12 tournament that they really get this opportunity to to test a lot of these guys. I thought the way that Bill self the, handled the rotation on Saturday was perfect. You know, Nicholas Timberlake's getting close to 30 minutes and then you put Elmarco Jackson, Jamari McDowell, and Parker Brown all there in the same lineup. Like in most cases, that's ugly, man. That's not going to get you many points, but it forces them to find a scorer out there. And with Kevin McCuller not healthy, not able to play, some of these guys have been able to step up. You know, we saw somebody uh, like a, a Jamari McDowell step up a little bit. We've seen Nicholas Timberlake step up, and you know, I'm not really that shocked that Timberlake does play better in the starting five spot because we forget that he was one of the go-to scorers, if not the go-to scorer for Townsend last year. Imagine being that go-to scorer where when you're on the court, you're shooting a lot, you're scoring a lot, and then you come to KU where when you're on the floor, you may only get on there for two or three minutes, and then you're yanked because of a bad defensive possession. That's kind of hard to find the rhythm there, and I think that's also well. Marco Jackson, who was a five-star recruit coming into KU, he struggled in that role, and. You know, you have some of these other guys that are able to kind of settle into a role where they don't score as much, and we see them thrive at KU. I mean, Dewan Harris being one of them. He's never been a go-to scorer, but he likes to be that guy who can facilitate the ball. But, you know, I- I'm sure it's a big-time concern for Kansas. Do they get Kevin McCuller back? Because what we heard in the post-game, what we heard today, it does not sound that likely that he's back anytime soon. And Bill Self also said, which is a little bit unfortunate, he's like, if he can't play in the regular season in the Big 12 tournament – He's not going to be worth a crap in the NCAA tournament because he's got no rhythm. Then he's got he's going to have all this rust, and you know he's slowly working back into the game. And I just don't know how you handle it, Pat. I don't know if you just wait till he says, "Hey, I'm a hundred percent, I'm ready to go." If it's a game by game situation, clearly this is the most rest he's ever going to have. That you don't play him against uh, uh, Texas, you don't play him against BYU, and then maybe you reevaluate against Baylor. But I'd tell you right now, I bet it's like a 20% chance, maybe less he even plays against Baylor. I would put money down right now. He doesn't play for the rest of the regular season. And then KU just takes their licks, maybe in Waco, or takes their licks in in Houston because we know those are going to be very tough places to play and win without your leading score. It's a tough spot to be in, but I also think there's a silver lining here because we've talked about for so long this season, they need more from the bench. They need some depth. They need somebody to step up, and they're forced into this spot. Now, we saw it can be really ugly in a 30-point loss to Texas Tech. We also see it look basically flawless in a 20-point win against Texas. Uh, I'm not really worried about what the outcome is going to be against BYU. It's not a very good BYU team. I'd imagine KU should be just fine. But I'm looking to that game in Waco. That is going to be a very intriguing matchup now because likely KU is coming off its first three-game winning streak in conference play this year against the Baylor team, who's still trying to fight for the top half of the Big 12. And without Kevin McCuller, you're going to need mo- more of those guys to step up again, and, and Bill Self knows it, and I think everybody in the country
4: knows it. And like I said, seven points, it's not a lot <laughs> coming for the bench. Seven points is not a lot to ask for, but like th- that I can expect. Like five to seven points, getting a couple of offensive boards and some, some assists, and you play good defense. I don't feel like you're asking a whole heck of a lot out of the KU bench. But, hey, that's just me. Speaking of BYU, K-State took down the BYU Cougars 84-74 inside Brambridge Coliseum. The Wildcats won for just the second time in nine games. They ended a three-game losing skid by thumping the number 25 Cougars. They had a mixture of crisp offense, energetic defense, clutch plays. This game was the arthur Kaluma game. If If you were to Describe Arthur Kuluma. This would be the game that you would point to. A guy who could be in the NBA, an NBA draft guy potentially. He set a career high against the Cougars when he was at Creighton with 27. A few weeks ago, he dropped 18 points on them. He erupts for 28 more on Saturday. BYU is made up of a bunch of old players. They went with fundamentals. But Arthur Kaluma, just way more athletic than BYU. And Arthur Kaluma was superb. 8 of 11 from the field, had a pair of three-pointers. He did most of the damage at the free-throw line, 10 of 12 from the free-throw line, also added 10 rebounds easily. is best game of his college career. If he can get more of that in the Big 12 tournament, that would be terrific. You're going to need a lot of it though down the stretch here for Kansas State. Because the the Wildcats needed that one, plain and simple. They needed that one in order to stay alive for the NCAA tournament. I still think it's a long shot, but hey, you got to start somewhere. You got to start digging out a hole somehow, and this is a great start for Kansas State. Tyler Perry also didn't wait till the second half to truly get things going. He finished the first half with 10 points, which is very uncharacteristic of him. And what do we say about this K-State team against BYU? What should the K-State team do? Well, BYU, known for its ability to shoot uh, a bunch of threes and a team that can certainly hit them and has shown that many times this year, what do you do? Chase BYU off the three-point line or at the very least, contest at the three-point line. And K-State, just overall this year defensively, has had great moments of being a good offensive team. At the three-point line, they seem to do quite well of making things challenging for teams to shoot from beyond the arc. And that's what they did on Saturday against BYU. They were able to make it really tough for the BYU Cougars in what was a must-win game For the Kansas State Wildcats. Simply put, that was a a must win game. And what's incredible is that the offense with Arthur Kaluma and Tyler Perry both being in sync, like that's, that's exactly how K State is going to win games. Those two guys are going to have to be, they're going to be the top two dudes. They're going to have to do incredibly well for this K State team in order to get some W's. Okay, K-State gets the win against BYU, and now the Wildcats, they gear up for another quick turnaround as the Kansas State Wildcats are set to take on West Virginia today inside Bramage Coliseum. Six o'clock tip is when that is taking place. All right, let's take a break. When we return, we will be joined by the new general manager of the Wichita Wind Surge, Matt Hamilton. We'll talk to him next get a little bit of his background in the baseball world and so much more that's coming up next here on the pulse the heartbeat of wichita sports fans the pulse
2: on espn wichita 92.3 fm when you grill with kingsford charcoal and add kingsford garlic onion and paprika flavor boosters your special occasion becomes unforgettable wow Made with 100% real spices, Kingsford garlic, onion, and paprika flavor boosters can be added to any pre-lit charcoal to add a whole new rich, full-bodied flavor and aroma to your spring grilling. Mmm, so good. Look for Kingsford charcoal and Kingsford garlic, onion, and paprika flavor boosters
4: for a mouth-watering flavor experience. Kingsford.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well The needle in the haystack.
3: Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash free. That's ziprecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I'm Scott Trout, attorney and CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell, where a partner men can count on.
2: Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Missouri or Kansas attorneys. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely upon advertisements. CordellCordell.com.
1: Paid for by Christian Care Ministry.
3: Let's see. If something costs less but people are happier with it. That sounds like something to look into and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch Too, the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE.
4: Back here on The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jack Johnson producing, uh, Pat Strothman. Coming up on Thursday, you can get your hands on some tickets for the Wichita Wind Surge. That's right. The Wichita Wind Surge season is upon us. Are you ready? It's going to be here before you know it. I know we're looking forward to it. I'm sure Jack is Really looking forward to it because he just got done going to Surprise, Arizona, being part of spring training baseball. And I'm sure this guy is looking forward to it. Well, maybe not. Maybe he wants to settle in a little bit more before he truly gets things up and running. I'm pleased to be joined by the new general manager of the Wichita Wind Surge, Matt Hamilton. Matt, thanks for coming on by. Congratulations. How are things going?
5: Doing good. Thanks for having me. Uh, things have been great, honestly. The community is incredible, uh, Wichita in itself is such a cool city, even just from the few days of experience that I've had, even just driving around and getting a chance to see the different corners of the area. I had a chance to come into town about a month ago and look for a home. And uh, in that, got a great tour and uh, from our realtor and just quickly realized how much there actually is here. And this may be maybe the best kept secret in the country because I don't know how many people actually know how much is actually here and it's incredible. Like this is such a cool city.
4: Yeah, for sure. And I I've I've been here since October twenty one and I'm still learning. And there's more and more stuff that keeps popping up. And I'm like, wait, this is what takes place over here. I can get food over here and and we love it though. We absolutely love it, which is why my wife and I are here with now a six month daughter and all that wonderful stuff. So well welcome to Wichita. Why Wichita? Why Wichita Wind Search? How did this thing all come about?
5: Yeah, so there's actually a couple things that play there. So prior to uh, my last team, the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, mm-hmm. I actually helped launch the Amarillo Sod Poodles, who everybody very well knows is a Texas League rival. Uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> I was in the league whenever Wichita was getting ready to open. Um, and, you know, of course, every person's dream is to open a new franchise. Well, been, having been through that once before and been through a stadium build, I don't necessarily know if I want to go through that process again. So it was great to find an organization that had an opportunity with a brand new facility in an awesome city. Uh, but all joking aside, I mean, I'm a Dallas, Texas native. Uh, truthfully, McKinney, Texas, just north of there. Yeah. Um, this is about four and a half, five hours from home for me. My wife and I have a two-year-old and an eight-month-old, and uh, she's a Texas native as well. And so having an opportunity to be closer to family, still be in the game of baseball, and honestly be a part of an organization that has an opportunity to be the best brand in all of minor league baseball. I mean, the wind surge itself is a great brand, but then you roll out the turbo tubs Mm -hmm. and some of the, uh, you know, obviously leaning into the history of the Wranglers and, uh, the Tumba Vacas with, you know, our Copa brand. There's so many good things happening. It's all about just like really getting into like, how do we, entertain the fans and and lean into those brands even more and really just drive home that, you know, while we love the fact that we're a baseball stadium and we love the fact that we host a baseball team, like our core center focus is like entertainment and bringing value to, to fans when they come out to a game to where they don't even remember what the final score was because they had a good time doing whatever else it was that they were doing and hopefully being able to do that night in, night out so that fans anytime they come here look at us as the premier entertainment venue in the air
4: here we are here at riverfront stadium we love this studio you come here like how do you how do you like this well it's a dream for us we absolutely love it what's what's your takeaway coming to riverfront stadium and seeing it and now being the guy who gets to be in charge of bringing some cool events here at the riverfront stadium
5: so the one thing that i can say is this is my third stadium now uh, in minor league baseball and this is by far the nicest stadium i've been in and again i opened one brand new in 2019 <laughs> so I mean, this is a major league quality stadium just without the 200 level and the 300 level. That's the way I view it. And that's what I told my wife the second that I walked in here and had a chance to walk through and see this thing. And it's something that, you know, hopefully the, the, that everybody realizes is what we have here is a gem of a ballpark. And, you know, one of the big things that. You know we intend to do is utilizing it for obviously baseball games because that's what we're here to do but leaning in on doing some exterior things and you know uh that's going to take time to develop and conversations need to be had and uh, a lot of stuff that you know has to go into making those events happen but i mean i've we've hosted at my previous stadium a you know, a pretty big comedian who doesn't like to wear a t shirt. Uh, you've probably heard he calls himself the machine. We had a, a huge comedy show with him and, uh, had Shane Gillis with him and who, of course, is like on top of the comedy world right now. Uh, we've hosted concerts. I've, you know, I've seen and done a lot of those things that, um, would love to do a lot of those same mm-hmm. things here. But again, those things take time and development, but we'll, we'll get there and we'll get to that point.
4: Yeah. How much is, is maybe the first couple months or maybe even the year? Maybe not the year because that's you have to start developing and looking at stuff so far in advance. If you're talking about any jersey editions or any throwbacks, sure. you got it takes forever. It takes a long, long time, and it takes a lot of preparing. And you really have to get the details down, so on and so forth. I guess what's really your your mentality and your your thought process as you get things going here? How much do you go back? and look at what has worked well in previous years. How much do you go about, all right, this is what I want to do. We did this in Scranton. We want to do this here. How much do you... I guess how much time is that going to require from you here in the first couple of months?
5: So I mean the tough part is obviously opening days a month less than a month away. Or, yeah. or, right, or a little over a month away, right, I should say. Right, less than a right. month <laughs> in my head. That's why I have, you know, trouble sleeping at night. Uh <laughs>
4: you think it's tomorrow right. because we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. It's what it exa- is.
5: That's exactly right. Uh but no, I mean honestly there's a lot of stuff that's already in place now. And for obvious reasons, no really reason to mess with it. Just kinda let it ride and, sure. and let it be and execute it as best as we possibly can to make sure that, you know, the plans that are currently in place are, are, you know, uh, operated the way that we envision them as an organization. But truthfully, I mean, there's a lot of fun, crazy stuff that's been swimming around in my head for many years and a lot of stuff that we've done. Uh, you know, I, I really lean into, um, influences that I've had mentor me over the last couple of years and last couple of organizations. But I also do a lot of looking and a lot of reading and, you know, uh, I think, one of the biggest things and it's one of the oldest things. It's that, you know, um, anytime you, I guess I'm going to misword this. What is it? Mockery is the biggest form of flattery or, uh, uh, <laughs> Imitation, imitation the, Yeah, is there the we go.
4: Serious form of flattery. Yeah. yeah,
5: exactly that. So, uh, for those of you listening, know, uh, how, how book smart I am, uh, based off that probably. Uh, but no, I mean, I think imitation is the greatest form of flattery. And I think that there's some organizations out there and, uh, some entities that do things really, really well that we could ourselves take a look at and find a way to adapt it here in Wichita. I mean, I think one of the biggest brands and everybody knows it at this point in time is the Savannah Bananas have changed yeah. the game yeah. as far as fan experience and what they expect and how you take care of fans. And I think one of the common misconceptions uh, about all of this is that is that it is about the baseball and, and going back to what I was saying earlier, it's all about entertainment and making sure that fans have a good time in an affordable fashion and making sure that, you know, a family of four can come Come out and afford to be here more than once a summer and because once they're here we want them to come back and we want that experience to be something that kids can take with them i mean i i to this day can tell you what I ate at the first Texas Rangers game I went to growing up and I couldn't tell you what happened in the game. All I could tell you is that I had a blast and that I got to eat a lemon, a frozen lemon chill out of a cup with a spoon that broke. I mean, and I remember those things, but, and that's the kind of experience that we need to deliver. These fans It's like, they need to have so much fun here that the baseball becomes a second thought. And don't get me wrong, that's coming from someone who's grown up in the game of baseball. I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to play in college. I've been fortunate enough to be around the game, you know, uh, in different capacities beyond yeah. college. And I love the game of ball. So I'm a nerd when it comes to baseball. I, I can probably, you know, sit here and go tit for tat with anybody when you talk about history and stats and all these things. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, that's not what my job is. Like, of course we facilitate and host and want to make sure that the twins are thrilled about the care that we give to their players so that they can develop and move on to the big leagues and become those, those, you know, twins players that hopefully win a world series. But for the most part, like our core, responsibility is to make sure that we're taking care of the fans first and and that's like a mantra of mine is you know every single game is a fan's first game Mm. some fans first game and we need to treat it that way that that we are on our a game every single night
4: new wind surge general manager matt hamilton here on the pulse and esp in wichita 92.3 fm he gets to roam around here riverfront stadium and get a just walk around, just dream of different ideas left and right, which I'm looking forward to see what happens here in 2024. But as you brought up, you know, a lot of stuff probably already put in place, probably don't want to change too much here for this year, so I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens. I know the one thing that has been successful here has been bringing in some different sports, not only just – just baseball, and while there will be a heavy emphasis on baseball this upcoming year, at least we we feel like there's going to be heavy emphasis on baseball, <laughs> uh, outside of the wind surge, that is, but there are also other things that popped up, like having high school football here and stuff like that, so I guess we take a look at those things, those are some of the cool things that are outside of baseball you're looking forward to.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this facility is intended to be more than just – this is a multi-purpose event venue at the core of it all. Multi-purpose being we host a baseball team, but we use it for everything we possibly can. And our special events department does a wonderful job of keeping this stadium in function 365 days a year, truthfully. Um, there's events leading all the way up until the Christmas break um, – you know, everybody does get a, a small break in between the holidays. But for the most part, I mean, there there's consistently things happening, whether it's and, and it may not things that are always open to the public for, the, you know, a lot of folks like to utilize our facility for trainings or speaking engagements or luncheons, things like that. And that's you know, what we're here for. We're meant to do that. I mean, we are one of the few places that has an all inclusive, you know, top to bottom experience when it comes to you not having to worry about your food and beverage mm-hmm. and, and having to contact a different company to do to handle those things or having a facility that can, that has the level of security that we have to be able to uh, leave things and, and facilitate events. So uh, we're fortunate in that, in that respect. And so um, we do intend to host a lot of events. I'm, I'm under the mantra that, you know, obviously baseball is 69 games a year, but we probably need to be somewhere around 120 to 150 additional events. Again, not all of those may be public fan facing, but we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that this facility is used as often as possible because a it's, uh, you know, built to be in, used that way, but B, yeah. because it's a beautiful facility. And anytime we can get people in the stadium to show it off, the better, because there's people that come to these events who may never have been to a wind surge game. They may not even like baseball, but sometimes the facility itself can, you know, draw people in to see, okay, I'll go check it out for a game and see what happens. And so I think that, you know, those types of things are important to making sure that we can send you to not only grow like our organization, but grow our brand.
4: Yeah, I think that's the best way to look at it too, growing the brand. See, like you bring up all these different things, like right now inside the museum, there's, uh, there's been a conference going on for the last week plus. Uh, obviously we're here pretty much every single day. So we're, we're definitely using this facility as much as possible. <laughs> you guys are an
5: additional event every single day. It helps us out. <laughs>
4: yeah. I don't, I don't know if I call myself an event. Shane Dennis might be an event. I don't know if I call myself an event. That's for sure. But yeah, all those different things. And as you brought up, I had people last year. I, I I took a couple people, some people from Salina and elsewhere. They, they came out this way, and they're like, "Hey, could you, could could we go see a game?" I'm like, "Absolutely!" Like, you got to come see this facility. And as soon as the guy you're walking around, and they're like, "This is where you get to go every single day for work, but also too, this is where like this baseball is is being played on a regular basis." I'm like, yeah, they're like, "This is incredible." I I don't know. That They're like, I got to come back down here again. So like next year, no, they're like, hey, we're already planning out a certain <laughs> week for, for this year. We're planning out another group of friends, planning on doing some other stuff later on. And I'm like, as you brought up, that's that's what it's all about, getting someone here for the first time and having them walk away with the experience of, wow, that was really incredible. I want to come back and do it more often.
5: Yeah. I mean, fostering new fans every single day. And it starts with with kids. I mean, yeah. kids are the core focus of making sure that we are taking care of our fans. You know, kids are the ones who help drive parents to want to come to games. They're the ones who, you know, they or parents have those nostalgic moments that they had with their parents and they want to emulate those moments with their kids and bring them and recreate those things. And so, I mean, baseball is a game of nostalgia and that's what You know we focus on every single day is is trying to sell the thought of nostalgia like you know if you have a good day in may and you decide not to come back in june because everybody has a million things going on and then you turn around and say oh man you remember how much fun we had in may we should go back in july or or in august or whatever it may be (laughs) um nostalgia is is the most important part of this and if someone has a bad experience you know and, and unfortunately you know, those things just happen. Like, we're not perfect, and I hope everybody understands that. But at the same time, just understand that we are making every effort that we can to make sure that fans have a wonderful experience from the second that they, that they park their car to the second that they walk through the gate to the second they walk out of the gate. From a food and beverage standpoint to the way that they're treated by our staff, by our ushers, by everybody, there's just a certain level of... of customer service that needs to be offered to where fans are just having a great time night in night out and we're going to try and deliver the best on-field experience that we can that involves different games fun ideas stuff to engage the fans because obviously we understand that baseball can be a bit of you know of a marathon when it comes to watching a game again that's coming from a lifelong baseball fan so how can we keep fans engaged from the first pitch until the last out and that's our jobs to figure that out but hopefully you know if you guys have feedback the greatest thing about me is you will never hurt my feelings so please provide feedback uh hopefully constructive feedback but uh provide feedback <laughs> not, not just
4: yelling at you yeah of course i mean as
5: much as i'm okay with that too uh <laughs> we we always enjoy whenever people can give us ideas or things that they've seen i the great thing about baseball fans is they typically travel to go see other stadiums and other organizations. And you know, what we were talking about earlier was if another team has a good idea and we have a way to apply it here, if we're not doing something similar or it's just a better operation, like why not take it and apply it here? If it's going to make our fan experience that much better. And so that's what my goal is, is to uh, provide the best fan experience that we possibly can um, and make sure that we do it in a way that, you know, is right and, and keeps people coming back on a nightly basis.
4: Alright, you brought up TurboTubs, or obviously you're already <laughs> in love with the TurboTub. Love it. By far and away my favorite. Of all the ulta alternate egos, <laughs> by far and away the best. The TurboTubs. Absolutely incredible. Which, of course, that's just one of the many. As you brought up the two Mabacas, yes. you, you had the I have one of the Marble caps, I have a Monrovian cap. I, I have I have a lot of caps when it comes to wind Search baseball. So I'm looking forward to seeing what else.
5: I'm a hat, I'm up. a hack collector Are myself. You? Good. Well, folks at home that can't see me i don't have much hair uh and in the summertime and you know there's nothing worse than getting sunburned on top of your head so whenever i'm outside i typically wear a hat quite often uh especially for extended periods of time but uh no i mean there's there's more to come i mean there's a lot of things that you talked about earlier it's about a two-year process with with that to to get new brands approved and licensing and all that fun stuff but i think this job or this team does a good job of of creating variety. But at the same time, I think, you know, at the core, it's, it's all about just the wind surge brand and making sure that we are taking care of that brand and leaning into it. I think Tumba Vacas is probably the best Copa brand. Um, especially it's so applicable to this area. Uh, you think about like what it means, especially with not even just from, like, I, I just think the movie twister or whatever I see it. Like, I don't know if anybody <laughs> remembers that. Uh, Another but, cow. Yeah. Cow. I think that was the <laughs> same cow. That's exactly the line that comes to mind uh with that. But no, I think it's incredible. And obviously, you know, given that we're right up tornado alley, uh, I think it's, and, and taking that and then spinning it into something fun. And that's the core in, in, of minor league baseball is how do we be fun? How do we be creative? You know, how do we continue to make people kind of put their tongue in their cheek and cock their head and say, huh? Because mm-hmm. sometimes that's just the best reaction you can get. Uh, you know, everybody wants the overwhelming applause, but at some respect, you kind of want people to wonder, now how the heck did they come up with that? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and so that's the stuff that I want to do and what I want to bring to this area. And I'm all for crazy and wild and anything that's different. I mean, I think our job is to basically be Ringling Brothers on in baseball fashion. And so uh so that you know we can create a spectacle each night.
4: That sounds like a wonderful time. And of course, everyone's probably wondering what it's going to look like. Everyone's wondering about <laughs> dollar hot dogs and thirsty Thursdays and all that stuff. I'm sure we'll We'll, we'll find out more when it yeah. comes to promotions here before too long. Which, hey, tickets are going to go on sale on February 29th. So, you know, hey, if you want to get things uh, rocking and rolling, now's the time to take a look at it coming up on Thursday.
5: Absolutely. Um, you know, single game tickets go on sale on Thursday, as you alluded to, 229. Uh, in our efforts to make sure that, you know, we're, we're promoting the uniqueness of that day because it's every four years, uh, we're going to have $2.29 uh, lawn seats on sale uh, for opening day. And then we're also going to do a uh, two tickets for $29 in our dugout select area. Oh, wow. Uh, so we got a couple ticket deals that we'll be have going on, but you have to come to the stadium and be here in person. Uh, we're going to run that from three to seven, 3 PM to 7 PM. And then of course, everything will open up for sale, uh, the following day at 10 a.m. So online and at the box office. So we've got, again, in an effort to make sure that we're affordable and make sure that there's an opportunity for everybody to come to a game. I think the last thing I ever want to hear just asking questions in the public is, Hey, have you ever been to a wind surge game? And if they say no, I typically follow it up with why not? And if I ever hear like, Oh, well we, we, can't afford to go out there. Like there's nothing that probably daggers me more than hearing something like that, because that shouldn't ever be the case. We should always have an opportunity for every family on every budget to come out and experience baseball. And, uh, you know, riverfront is meant to be a community gathering place for all, not just for, you know, a certain tax bracket. It's Mm -hmm. meant to be for every single person with every single budget. And we're going to make it that way.
4: Love it. All right. Real quick. You're a diehard Rangers fan. Damn. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: so, how was it this past
5: year? Um, you're trying to make me cry on air, aren't you? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought I was tugging at the heartstrings already
4: when you are talking about every, everyone deserves a shot. And I'm like, look at this guy going at the hearts of many people out there. Oh,
5: yeah. I mean, so, um, let's see. I grew up in McKinney. Like I mentioned, it's about 36 miles north of Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Texas Rangers are probably the most emotionally attached to a team that I am my wife will probably tell you how annoying it is um, and that's not to say that I'm not going to quickly become a Twins fan but this is just the team that I followed my whole life I had the disappointment of 2010 and 2011 happen and I was just convinced that I was never going to see it and so even this year when we got to the playoffs I was like oh that's great you know we made it to the playoffs at least and then we won the first round against Tampa. And I was like, Oh, okay, great. Like they won, they're overachieving a little bit. And then whenever they beat Baltimore, I really started to realize like, wow, this team has a, has a legitimate shot to win the world series. And then of course you run into Houston and you know, Altuve hits the home run in game five and absolutely crushes my soul. Um, <laughs> after all the electric fireworks between dusty Baker and Adolis Garcia and everything that happened. And all I'm thinking is, okay, that's it. Like, I'm not even going to watch game six because it's just going to break my heart. And then I watched it anyways, naturally, and <laughs> of they won. Course, right. And then they won game seven, and I was like, wow, they're going to win the World Series. As soon as they won the ALCS, just because you always think, you, you know, you face your rival and yeah. the team that's been successful since, you know, 2017 to now, like, why not? They're, they're going to knock us off. We're going to continue to be the little brother franchise of baseball in the state. And uh fortunately, they were able to, you know, Knock the king off the top of the hill and, and the Astros and, and get it done. And, and, you know, whenever they walked it off in game one and what the, the 11th inning when Garcia hit the home run, it was truthfully the Seager home run in the ninth that tied it, uh, to send it to extras that really like I jumped. So obviously I have two little ones, two and under. I jumped off the couch screaming and my wife was,
4: Shh, yeah, you were going to wake our careful, children. Gotta be careful with eight month to, old
5: That's right. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was going nuts. Uh, I mean, Back in October he was four months. So that was we had that coming for us. But uh (laughs) (laughs) he had just started sleeping the night. My wife was like, I will end you if you wake this baby. But uh but no, nonetheless, I was, you know, going crazy and I knew at that point that they had a good chance. And uh but that series was very much so like a catch 22 for me. So when I was with Amarillo in 2021, we were a Diamondbacks affiliate and yeah. there was a lot of those names that were sod poodles whenever I was with that organization. So I was kind of in a position where like, of course, like my hometown teams win. That would have been great. But, uh, the opportunity to see a bunch of guys that I got to know, uh, a couple years ago, have a chance to win a world series. That would have been pretty cool too. But, but certainly, I mean, the real fan of me tells you that I would have yeah. been heartbroken again had we lost.
4: <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, hey, congratulations. Welcome to Wichita. I'm looking forward to working with you.
5: No, looking forward to working with you guys. Thank you so much. And and listeners, get out here. Two twenty nine from three to seven. Again, two dollar and twenty nine cent tickets on the berm, and two tickets for twenty nine dollars in dugout select. So come check it out. Um We're gonna have. Quite a few things going on. It's not just a uh, ticket on sale. So stop by Riverfront Stadium, take a look, and uh, we'll be happy. And if you see me walking around, I'm the ball-headed guy with a beard. Just come up to me, (laughs) say hello, introduce yourself. I'm happy to meet every single person in this community.
4: Coming up on Thursday, February 29th, right here at Riverfront Stadium. Before we take a time out we got to give away these Kansas Lottery tickets. Completely forgot about them. $30 worth of cash blitz instant tickets. Courtesy of the Kansas Lottery, call in now, 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Kansas Lottery tickets yours if you call in now at 669-4996. We wrap up the show next. This is The Pulse. On Wichita's new sports
2: leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Get ready for an adrenaline-packed weekend. The 67th annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is coming to Hartman Arena February 29th through March 2nd. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battling for glory. Don't miss out on the action. Mark your calendars February 29th through March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to HartmanArena.com. Join us at Hartman Arena for the wrestling showdown of the year. Proudly presented by
1: Visit Wichita. Finding the right Medicare plan, oof, no easy feat. Kinda like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. (laughs) But then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Lets you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost (laughs) copays. I can get down with that. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Find a plan that's right for you at walgreens.com slash Medicare. Wendy's
3: home-style French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Sweet and Crispy Homestyle French Toast Sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Wesley Financial
0: Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing.
2: Call for your free information kit. 800-384-9393. That's 800-384-9393. 800-384-9393. ESPN Bet is now live in Kansas as the official sportsbook of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering cross sport parlays teasers and all the props you can handle at cspn bet download today what a play must be 21 plus gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with hollywood casino at kansas speedway terms and conditions apply see app for details
4: Appreciate Matt Hamilton for stopping on by, new GM of the Wichita Wind Surge, and congratulations to Bob for winning the Kansas Lottery tickets. Coming up, Saran Petro with a program. After that, Hawk Talk with Bill Self. Jack Johnson, I don't even know if we have time for a Mount Rushmore Monday. What do we got, though? Do you have a topic? Um, know if you don't, no big deal.
0: I'll go with sodas <laughs> for a Mount Rushmore Monday. Uh, okay. Got to make him quick because we only got a minute.
4: <laughs> well, okay, here we go. Number one, Dr. Pepper. You can't beat it. I'm gonna go with Mr. Pibb. Ooh, so you went the other way. Mm-hmm, wow, mm-hmm. I do enjoy an occasional Mr. Pibb. Number two, Wow Cherry Pepsi. Something about that in particular really hits different.
0: I might go with uh, A&W Cream Soda.
4: See, I'm not a big cream cream soda or root beer guy. Just not my thing. I don't know. Uh, Baja Blast Mountain Dew.
0: Mm, that's number a three good one. It's um, so good
4: <laughs> like I I almost bought a what 36 pack yesterday while we're walking around the store I was like you know what sounds good Bob blast
0: oh man I'll go with uh mugs root beer
4: see you are gosh you are just an old soul aren't you you're just an old soul mm-hmm. I like it though gosh I don't know I don't what I don't know what the, my final one would be see I like grape soda. And I feel like you can almost say, like, grape soda just in general seems okay with me. I don't know how, maybe crush grape soda, I suppose. So I'll go with that. I got to get in a grape soda action.
0: I might go with uh, Fanta then, Orange Fanta.
4: Ooh, want a Fanta. Do you? Do you want a Fanta? Just for the commercial alone, that's pretty good. I'm trying to think if I forgot any of them. That's got to be my top four, though. My top three was easy. Top three didn't take very long. It was the fourth one that I had to really think about. But, like, Dr. Pepper, I drank that way too much. <laughs> I need to stop drinking it. Really do. All right, Jack Johnson, job well done. Appreciate our guests in studio today, Dean Jaderston for Friends Women's Basketball and Matt Hamilton with the Wichita Wind Surge. We'll I have some more guests tomorrow. I won't be in studio, though. Hope you can join us, though, at 2 o'clock. For our producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Scroppen, saying so long, Wichita. Get out, enjoy the weather, be safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Wichita's Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, ninety-two point three FM.
2: Wichita's new Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, ninety-two point three FM, KKGQ, Newton.
4: Beware of the Fawn.